0: I still remember that morning, the morning my life changed irrevocably and not for the first time. I'd driven to Moncton Coombe where I went for a long walk, one of my inspiration hunts as my husband Rob calls them, or sometimes removing myself from the demands of my interior design business and the internet gives me the distance I need to find inspiration for a new collection or solve any work problems. The business can be stressful and I feel the pressure to keep the designs fresh, the turnover up, and the staff happy. I set up Amy Green, my first interior shop, about 30 years ago, and since then we've gone from strength to strength, opening shops in three other cities, and selling my fabrics through department stores throughout the country. Of course, the biggest change has come through the internet, so our thriving online shop sells fabric and our products throughout the world. When I got back to the house, I made some coffee and settled with my laptop in the sitting room, trying not to let my usual guilt from having been away from the business for a few hours take hold. Silly, really. As silly as biting down on an aching tooth. As soon as I logged into my inbox, I could see that Kerry, our marketing director, had emailed me repeatedly. Her messages all flagged as high priority. I was immediately on alert. Since she enjoyed being in control, she usually kept communication to the bare minimum while I was out of the office. She liked proving she could cope without me. I opened the most recent one. Amy, where are you? For God's sake, get in touch when you get this. I quickly checked back to her first email and started from the beginning of the thread. She must have sent it the previous evening. The accountants have found a discrepancy of almost £200,000. I had to pause and read the sentence again. (laughs) That was impossible. Rob looked after the financial side of things for me and would never let a figure like that go unnoticed. All the same, I felt a nasty shiver of unease. They're investigating several accounts that we've paid money into that I don't recognise. Need your help, urgently. I trusted everyone who worked for me implicitly, so I was sure it was some kind of error. However, I knew Kerry well enough to know that she wouldn't go anywhere until this was straightened out. She would blame herself if anything went wrong on her watch. I Skyped her, and she picked up immediately. Seeing her tidy office was oddly reassuring. She was a woman who believed in delegation and a clear desk if a business was to be run efficiently. I did my best to set the same example, but had never succeeded in quite the same way. She looked more harassed than I'd ever seen her. Her hair, usually neatly pinned up, hung messily around her face. She looked exhausted, though relieved to see me. Amy, thank God. I've been trying to get hold of you all day. I know you switch off when you're working from home, but I've been going out of my mind. Tell me what's happened. She pushed her hair back off her face. I got a call from the accountants. I explained you and Rob were away, so they told me we're missing around £200,000 and asked if I could explain it. Someone's been transferring money to themselves, but recording it as payments to suppliers. Who would do that? No one I employed would. Who could do that? I stopped. Only three of us were signatories to the company accounts. If neither Kerry nor I had requested those transfers, that left one person Rob.